Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. From Barangaroo Studios, the AusBiz COB is the key stuff you need to know about the day in business and finance. Hello, this is the COV, all the stuff you need to know in, da- in the day in business and markets. I'm Kyle Rodder, and of course, here with Danny Akuye. Um, Danny, actually, let's get straight into our three themes, I think, because- Yeah, let's jump in. There's one story that we've been talking about all day, and it's this kind of, well, hype, effectively, that, well, maybe the uh, inflation genie, the proverbial inflation genie has been stuffed back in the bottle, <laughs> and, uh, well, maybe inflation is old. Indeed. I think there was one quote on Bloomberg that said disinflation yeah. before I, I knew it. Everywhere I looked, there was disinflation and you go, one reading does not make a, a well, trend necessarily. Well, it's a trend, trend, no, the, trend yeah. the trend is good, but probably doesn't necessarily make a, that it's going to keep on falling at the same rate for the next couple of months because the annual comparison, those, you know, July, the baseline baseline next year, really, really low. So yeah, it's, uh, it could be a bumpy ride, as they say. It could be. But I mean, the one thing that, you know, the glass half full, as I'll call them, always seems to point to is just annualizing that number um, that we got last night. 0.2. You multiply by 12, it's about 20.4%. That's a pretty, you know, stable Mm. and healthy level of inflation in any economy. So totally. Again, uh, the interpretations were varied quite Mm. naturally, but Mm. I think it was pretty clear on the markets today that, uh, well, it's a a good thing, a welcome thing. I think, where do we finish up by the day, actually? I am getting on the ASX 200, pretty much the highs of the day. So up 117 points or around 1.65%. And uh, that looks really to be the high, which uh, I think when we last checked the SIBO 200 was similar. It was trending towards the high of the day. Yeah, and we will check on uh, both the ASX and the SIBO 200 before we wrap things up for the day. Um, Just wanted to get um, a different point in there, maybe go back to company fundamentals. Mm. I mean, if it's not today, it's certainly tomorrow. US earnings season uh, Mm -hmm. begins in earnest. A couple of big names tonight. We'll get a graphic up in a little bit to go through Mm -hmm. them all. Uh, You were saying before, uh, PepsiCo, Delta, some of those names and, uh, well, the banks in the next 24, 48 hours as well. Absolutely. And I think this reporting season is super important because we've had such strong rallies, um, particularly in those tech stocks. And uh, the rally has broadened out, which everybody wanted to see. But ultimately, those earnings for the second quarter have already been talked down. So I was reading some research from Morgan Mm -hmm. Stanley. They're talking about earnings year on year for this June quarter down 7% compared to last year. So the question mark is maybe not so much what they report because they'll probably come bang in line because Mm -hmm. US companies are very, very good at, or massaging is probably a strong word, but they are good at managing expectations. That's a much better way of putting it. And the outlook is what is really going to be important. And uh, yeah, the Mike Wilson, the uh, Morgan Stanley strategist, very much feeling that they're going to walk back the earnings expectations for the second half of the year. So it will be interesting to see 
how things pan out. A lot yes. of expectations, particularly with some of those technology companies. And you and you do address that obviously in your view today too, which um, you know obviously you can get a bit more in depth. Uh, detail on, on Danny's ideas there and of course um, some of the uh, comments from other market commentators but um, perhaps we'll push on we'll just get to some of the stories of the, actually some of the sectors I should say yep. uh, that we wanted to follow because everything was higher at least with two minutes to go on the day's trade when I find uh, I last checked everything was higher as far as uh, sexually today uh, but let's get to the miners first just because they are always of particular interest especially because we did see a big drop uh, in both bond yields and the US dollar last night which is always supportive of commodity prices Indeed. Um, and in particular, the gold space, which we've seen you press there. Uh, but yeah. look at these on fire. Yeah, shining indeed. So mm. uh, the likes of Perseus and Evolution, as you can see, they're up by, well, close to 8%, we'll call it. Mm. Um, Degray also up by 5.5% almost. Um, but real estate as well, another interest rate sensitive sector. Uh, look pushing at Goodman higher. Group for a large reach. That is a very hefty move, 4.5%, isn't it? Yes, absolutely. And uh, well, the growthier areas of the market, if you will, IT stocks, um, well, blocks down. Um, that sometimes marches to the beat of its own drum, of course. Um, but the likes of Zero Computer Share, WiseTech, also pushing high. In fact, Zero, 122 bucks. I don't think it's traded there for a good 14, 15 months. So, Indeed. Um, really um, returning to, um, well, I suppose, Popularity, if nothing else, but certainly looking a lot stronger than it was even just a matter of a few months ago. It's been a good few months for zero shareholders. Um, but there was also some corporate stories today. Danny Greenway, yeah. Waste Management, plans to acquire Australian Eco Oils for $39 million. Uh, that's p- uh, pending some customary conditions. Uh, so that share price you can see on your screen there, up by about 1.7%. Uh, Viva Energy was also in the news as well. Um, announced its projected adjusted EBITDA of approximately 360 mil for the six month period ending ju- uh, June 30. I wouldn't make much of that chart on your screen there by any means, but it was higher when we last checked. Oh, and net wealth. Yeah, mm. that's interesting because they reported a significant increase in total funds are under administration for the financial year ending June 30. And uh, funds under administration rose by 26%, reaching a total of 70 spot $3 billion, uh, that is, obviously. Additionally, the funds under management experienced a 22% rise, reaching $16 billion by the end of the year. Yeah, and uh, there we go, 5% Mm. rally. Very nice. It's interesting. Um, I think these these confessions coming through, uh, yeah, interesting to watch. They certainly are. And I mean, that was probably the big corporate news of the day. Uh, At least, you know, we sort of uh, highlighted on our calendar. Um, And like you said, confession season starting to roll through. And there has been a few actual updates that have been a little better than uh, expected. I sort of think of, um, you look at the start of the week. Megaport, Ardent Leisure was, was the other one that was yep. um, Megaport you know, was still, reasonably well. still rallying today. So that was up uh, another 1.27%, mm. $9.60. There you go. But net wealth was our stock of the day. We had Michael Gable from Fairmont Equities and Josh Parker from Macro Capital joining David Koch to give their call on the stock. To be fair, uh, the, uh, you know, Hub 24 is, is in a similar similar space. They're both sort of six and seven yeah. um, and both increasing their farm um, with net wealth being marginally ahead. So yeah, looks uh, really, really quite um, good. Wouldn't be adverse to uh, picking it up yet. They should benefit from an improving market. I, I think the markets will yeah. improve um, and that will benefit net wealth. And look, the only negative is that they do get a little bit of a benefit from rising interest rates, but ultimately, 
you know, you want the funds under management yeah. to flow in in a better market and lower interest rates will help will help that. So, um, look, all going the right way. Um, when I look at the way it's trading on the chart, we could see that for a year now it's been just trading sideways, very clear selling anytime it gets near about 14.30, 14.40. But today it actually broke above that level. So that could mm. be quite significant. So if you are into net wealth, you'd use this as the, the buying opportunity. Yeah, so pretty constructive there. Mm. And um, I don't know, maybe something of a bellwether. I mean, these sorts of businesses uh, very much thrive in environments where well, investor sentiment's a bit stronger. You do get some of those yes. inflows uh, onto onto the platforms mm. and then perhaps volumes increasing through greater activity too. So, Absolutely. I mean, if we do start to see a turn around the market, maybe a bit of a high beta play there. Um, Definitely. Seem to be fairly, I mean, the two gentlemen there seem to be pretty yeah. you know, um, confident. Absolutely. Um, but let's just talk through very quickly what we do have coming up in the next couple of days um, because overnight, should be interesting. We've actually got some purchasing, uh, sorry, producer price index data out in the United States, as well as those US jobless claims as well. So we'll be sort of the latest um, little installment when it comes to trying to assess, you know, the outlook for uh, yeah, US policy. Absolutely. And people don't focus really enough on US core PPI because mm. that's important in terms of uh, the price increases that they're putting through. Just worth noting that we actually had those China uh, June trade figures and they were pretty bleak in terms oh, of nice. exports. Yeah, lowest level even compared to the COVID period. So I think if you're looking for a canary in the coal mine in mm -hmm. terms of manufacturing and where the globe is going, today's uh, China trade numbers weren't good. But also unemployment claims, really important in the US. They've been trending up. Mm. And a lot of people haven't really been focusing on this. And that's, it's, it's like hours worked, yeah. unemployment claims. That's kind of, again, a little bellwether in terms of what's really structurally going on there. We should actually maybe even tomorrow get a chart up on that because there was a really fascinating commentary about trying to judge what element is seasonal for this because mm -hmm. jobless claims tend to pick up going into the into mm -hmm. the summer and then how much of it is indicative of a, of a weaker labour market, which, mm -hmm. I mean, after that CPI release, there was a lot of um, victory laps being run by a lot of, well, uh, perhaps those of the more, what would you say, no, maybe glass our full persuasion, but effectively we've may managed to get inflation down without yeah. doing too much damage to the labour market. Indeed, they're all talking yes. soft landings well, we're back or on, no, no landings. landings. Exactly. Yeah, we can defy physics and financial markets. You can fly forever if you want to. <laughs> Isn't that right? so, well, yes, no. <laughs> I really want to get um, actually Rob Shears from, from Valor Private Wealth on, of course. He's um, a, a fantastic guest of the show. He's in the investment world, but he's also a pilot. Um, so I'd love to get oh, his view indeed. on that. Oh, indeed, he yeah, is. His, oh, that's a great on. analogy. Yes, we'll have to have a chat with him. Yeah, see if that he sort of cringes when he thinks of no landings, perhaps. <laughs> you know, like a, you know, maybe a mayday call there. Or, or, or the, a landing on one of those very teeny tiny runways. In Nepal like, or something like well, that. Well, like it used to be in Hong Kong until oh. they got the new airport. Right, okay. How long ago was that? Not that long ago. No. Really? 20 years. Really? Yep. Huh. Okay. Yeah. I haven't been there in like 10. I don't think I'm going to go back. But anyway, let's get to the leaders and laggards, shall we, just to see uh, what's moving and shaking there. And we Imaging. did. Yeah, that's just a volatile stock. Yeah. I, I mean, look, it's 10 cents, but um, it, it's often on that list. Uh, Virgin Money UK, that's, that's I... a fascinating one because that's often a bit of a proxy for, for UK uh, financial conditions. So... I don't know what that might be um, telling us necessarily. 
Yeah, no, I was trying to find something, but mm. I couldn't find it. And Evolution Mining, didn't you discuss with a certain Rudy Felipek Van Dyke an upgrade in the recommendation from cell to neutral on that one? I, I did, I yeah. did. He, he did bring that one to the table. So there seems to be maybe just the, the, the beginnings of, I guess you sort of say a turning sentiment. I always, you know, for me anyway, like those sort of broker calls tend to be a good indicator of just sentiment when uh, we get well at the moment that was the other part of that conversation with Rudy wasn't it that you know there is that kind of downgrading which is you know sort of a a particular milestone we hit in the cycle um uh you know every cycle um but nevertheless evolution being being upgraded and then also that goal play there too brainship i think it's just like imaging just another volatile stock and Mm. also has ai in the name which is actually another thing we'll be talking about i'm sure over the next three or four weeks i have a really interesting guest tomorrow afternoon who is Mm. an ai specialist he actually comes out of uh quants in the financial um sector and uh yeah we're gonna do a series of deep dives into mm. AI, what it means for Australia, what right. it means for companies, which companies, consumer attitudes, etc. So, yeah, that is tomorrow afternoon. So do tune in to the close. How will we know if he's on Avatar? Have we confirmed that? Uh, I don't know. He's coming in tomorrow. I'll poke him and see if he disappears. All oh, right, interesting. <laughs> Can't wait for that. We'll do that live on the channel. Uh, let's look at the laggards now. And uh, well, you can see there. Oh, QB Insurance. Interesting. Yeah. Medibank um, as well. Actually, insurance, just generally speaking. Um, is there any, any news there around the insurance space? I don't know. No. More, more capital requirements to, 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 to sort of, you know, potentially no. buffet. I don't know if a Medibank, um, any kind of I was, hacks and cyber crimes or what I, have you. I did tweet that yeah, another. as well. Sorry? Nib. Nib, yeah, exactly. I did tweet that, well, you know, insurance companies do well when interest rates are rising. So that's probably the clearest thread. Um, Not that QBE necessarily does uh, household insurance in the US, but another... Farmer Insurance in Florida have actually pulled out of the market because they said they're not, they can't be dealing with these uh, disasters anymore. Mm. So, um, but I think that all is purely related probably to the move in treasury yields. Yeah. Actually, I met someone uh, last night who works in insurance as a lawyer talking about, this is just a complete tangent because we have time on our side today, um, but some of the issues that they have from a compliance point of view, um, trying to insure people against cybercrime. Oh, because effectively what happens and I, I didn't pull these threads together is it effectively you can take out this insurance, of course. Yeah. But if these insurers pay it out to these criminals, they're effectively funding oh. terror- terrorism yeah. and it runs into these AML issues. Oh, oh not AML, a- yeah, AML CTF, yeah, 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 so yeah, the yeah. counterterrorism financing. So really, really um, hairy there for, for a lot yes. of corporations, you know, because we look at Medibank, for example, it's had its own issues with, with hacks itself. Absolutely. Um, but there you go. There's a, there's a minefield that, um, you know, people far smarter than us, perhaps, or at least me anyway, can, mm-hmm. can try and tackle. Um, let's go to look just quickly the small cap leaders and laggards as well, of, uh, of course. Um, anything that jumps out there to you? Silver mines. Yeah, I like there is a going to be a huge short squeeze in silver now. You reckon? Yes. Uh, well, not a short squeeze. That's incorrect. Sorry. Right. There is a shortage of shortage. silver. Yeah, right. Um, I shouldn't say short squeeze because that implies just financial markets. Mm-hmm. Um, but Barry Dawes talked about it today. I talked about it uh, with ANZ a couple of weeks ago. Right. Alliance Aviation. I think they had an earnings update and that's why that share price think, is going I, for run. I think there was an element there too because there was a, an acquisition attempt made. I think it might have been by Qantas. Qantas. Yeah. And I think they might be looking potentially at a green light of that because it was slapped down initially. Really? I can see you tap, tip tapping around there. You, you'll you'll be able to know uh, in, in just short in a short moment of time what the news is there. Uh, just while you are doing that, 
some other names on no, the uh, chart. Profit uh, Guidance, I think it was better than expected Profit right, Guidance, okay. rather than Qantas getting the go-ahead because they got definitely slapped on they the wrist. They got slapped down, okay, yeah. okay yeah. fair enough. Um, Legards in the in the small cap space now, let's go across them. And um, again, I don't know if there's anything there that jumps no. out at you by any means, but um, yeah, Green X Metals, Melbana, Embark, Brockman, Coria, DIY, when it comes to finding the explanations for those if, uh, if you are in them at home. Mm. Okay, last but not least, I just wanted to share this one last chart before we wrap things up because it is uh, earnings season now. We'll go back from the macro perhaps a little bit more to the micro side of things, at least in the United States, before obviously Australia as well. And uh, this is just what we've got coming up in the next few days. So things start to get get real, really. Delta tonight, PepsiCo. WD40, they've already reported, haven't they? They had good earnings. Did they? Yeah, they had really good earnings. Are they, are they a proxy for something? I don't know, DIY? Yeah, maybe. But they actually know. did did have good reports. I think the likes of PepsiCo will be really interesting for mm-hmm. margins and whether or not they have been able to continue to pass on those cost imports. And I do own it, so just to be totally clear. Mm. Delta as well. Um, there was, I think the airline sold off in the US last night because those cost of um, airline travel had dropped in the CPI. Ticket pricing had actually dropped. It was a really big driver, wasn't it? Yeah, but the big ones obviously will be City and who else? JP Morgan's in there. BlackRock is a big one, yeah, on Friday. Um, And uh, United Health Group too is there. Absolutely. So just that typical deluge that happens at the start of the earnings season from, from some of those financials, which It'll be interesting from both um, trying to work out, again, the earnings pulse, um, but as, you know, some of the macro messaging that we do get from those institutions as well. But uh, we will get there eventually, of course, for the time being. It was a very good day in the market. We'll see if we can check that again just to see by 200. But it would seem, Danny, that we um, have finished close to the highs of the day. Yeah, close to the highs. So I've got the ASX 200 up about 111 points today, uh, 7,246. So everyone will be going, yay. We, you know, two, two, is it three? I've lost track. I think three days in a row. Three but two, days. Two days with um, yeah, some, 100 point moves. Yeah, so that's 1.56%. Uh, and there we go, one spot five nine percent, or twenty one spot six five points on the Cbo two hundred. And we'll at take the it. Day, yeah, we certainly will. And um, well, that's a very positive note to end on, indeed. Um, remember, you get all the analysis on your website and app. Uh, with all the wonderful content that we do produce today. But in the meantime, obviously have a lovely evening, and we will see you bright and early tomorrow morning. Bye.